listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the 9to5 Entertainment System. Uh, if you are a fan of 9ES, please go to patreon.com slash 9to5cc and subscribe to the 9ES Deluxe level for where a small charge for each and every month you can get access to Garbage Time, which is a bonus episode that we uh, record each and every episode of 9ES. But on this, the main episode, we talk about earthquakes in Turkey, balloon news, Groundhog Day, the NHL skills and all-star game, Justin Roiland getting canceled, Billy Mitchell being a jerk. We talk about Wakanda Forever and Glass Onion. And if we also rank Glass Onion. So if you have a problem with our ranks, uh, let us know. There's a bunch of different ways we'll communicate it. It's on the site. Uh, there's a survey. There's all sorts of things. If you don't like our rankings, tell us how we should re-rank them because that's coming up uh, hopefully pretty soon. Um, sit back, relax, enjoy the show. 90s, everybody. Welcome to a podcast, your number one stop for all your Marvel Snap needs. Did you know there's an actual Marvel Snap podcast, Scott? I didn't. Yeah, Marvel Snap. They don't Snap sound as good as us. I doubt it. I, but it's like, I, I Do think... Do they talk I about like, Marvel Snap as much as you guys? Because... I mean, I think... I I, I, if I'm not mis- very much mistaken, I haven't listened to like any... Uh, episodes of it, but I think they do multiple episodes a week, dude. <laughs> Does the meta change that wow. fast? Kinda, yeah, actually. <laughs> like, the meta I do read a lot of Reddit posts on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the meta changes huh. pretty fast, and there's always, like, like a new card, or like a, a location to discuss, or like some new decks and whatever, and they have like a guy who kind of talks it out. I, I hope... If I were to be in the business of making Marvel Snap podcasts, which like maybe you know who knows, <laughs> I, I would I would keep them like Marvel Snap match length, length. like no, but you know what I mean, like like five to ten minute episodes, the length mm-hmm. of the game, and that would be I think the correct amount. I think more more in depth analysis than that, and you start to get into very very stupid territory. Anyway, Scott, did you reach infinite? No, I maxed out at ninety six and then got knocked all the way down. To, oh, so brutal. I got knocked down to 89 and I had to fight my way back up to, to 90. That's harsh. So close to getting a, a unique title. Yeah, it's not a great one, but whatever. It isn't a great one. The car, I feel that, well, oh, but they added a new card back, right? Like, because everybody got mad that it was just a title. There's Infinite also comes with like a gold, uh, like a gold band um, Zabu Claw card back. Oh, I didn't see that. Which I think is, as everybody was like, it's got to be a card back so you can flex instead of just having one stupid title that is stupid. Anyway. Yeah, that that um, featured location this weekend just sucked all the life out of me. Oh my god, I wrote it right up to 70-something. <laughs> awesome. It did not work for anything for me. <laughs> I have a. I did a. a, a, a I did a level a, a, a turn seven Sarah miracle deck with magic, which mm-hmm. for, again people it, it kind of like your Galactus thing. This is great listening. This is usually garbage time. Listen, if you want to subscribe <laughs> to Garbage Time, go to patreoncom slash 95 cc and get more hot Marvel Snap takes from Meet Scott. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, talk no. about it after. Check out Garbage Time. Yeah, check out Garbage Time. When we're talking about Marvel Snap because we have to talk about balloons. 
Yeah, they do definitely balloons. I mean, it might be also nice to mention that there were two 7.5 Richter scale earthquakes today in Turkey. Turkey's like blowed the fuck up. Thousands of people died. There was also an earthquake in Ontario. Not really? a 7 point something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not it. a 7 point something. I get And the, the, it was like one full 7.5, hundreds of act, aftershocks, and then another 7.5 like later in the day. Or 7.4 or something. It's crazy. Yeah, I get it's weird. I don't know why or how my search algorithms have just uh, like like locked in on like extreme weather. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot of extreme weather news. So I got the earthquakes from Turkey kind of. I think like the, and again, like you said, death toll like 2,000, 3,000, something like, yeah. which is pretty significant. Wait, wait. Keith, how old are you? 39. 39. That's why your algorithm has changed over to talking about the weather. Talk about the weather. But yeah, but I get like, like what do you call it? Like flyover state, like tornadoes being like, oh, it's like a big old tornado hit Kansas. I'm like, mm-hmm. thanks, mm-hmm. algorithm. Just Maybe it's you. not the algorithm. Maybe it's just the world ending and, and the news of that of that is getting in the, into your feed. Sure. But I mean, like my, my feed is a lot of like superhero stuff, wrestling stuff, and extreme weather events. Like more so than like political stuff or anything else. Like it's a... Uh, okay, so know. the balloon story. Okay. Okay. Balloon. You got, right. I can't believe you didn't hear about this. China said... Oh, no, I did. I did hear about that. The whole entire world heard about that. Yeah, it's all everybody was talking about it. I mean, it's fascinating, you know, because... It looks like it was just a game. It was just a little bit of bit of seeing what America would do, pushing some buttons, and like nothing else than that. By all accounts, yeah. And they were like, oh, it was just a civilian balloon or whatever was like the, the official China story, which is just Just bananas. a civilian balloon. Okay, it was flying at 60,000 feet, so like above the height that a fighter plane could go. 10,000 mm-hmm. feet above the max height of a fighter plane. Yeah. And then it also, like, you think weather balloon and you imagine in your head this like dinky thing with like... Like a guy with a monocle going shh, shh, pulling on the on the like. Yeah, no, this was like the, the size of three buses or whatever. Three like. buses, and it was visible from the ground, and it was at sixty thousand feet, so like significantly bigger than a plane. I heard that I, I might be wrong about this, but like three hundred feet across was the big balloon, the balloon body itself. It's yeah. a fucking big balloon. Yeah, yeah. So we're saying like three three bus lengths field. going like tip to tip or whatever. Like that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a football yeah. field. Three hundred feet. Three hundred feet. Yeah, I guess so. It's 100 yeah. yards. That's, 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 no. uh, big. So I read, you know, you never know how true any of this is, obviously, but I, re- I read somewhere, uh, probably Hacker News, that America sends similar balloons all over China all the time. Like, there's this international thing of, like, monitoring balloons. Yeah. That, well, I heard they were, like, everywhere. Yeah. So, like, why is this all of a sudden a big deal? I don't know. I read Somebody a thing that said. Somebody got a hold of it. Sorry? Because Fox News got a hold of it. That's yeah. why it's a big deal. Well, I mean, it also, like, it raises the question, too, right? Like, like, Montana is not, you know, a coastal state, and it got over Montana. So a lot of people are like, wait a second, aren't we supposed to have crazy, like, surface-to-air defenses and whatever? Like, how, I think, how did I think the... you're misplacing it. It was shot down on the East Coast. It went the whole way across the central United States. Hmm. And they so, and apparently the CIA picked it up like bef- you know as it was entering the air in China, so they knew where it was the whole way through. Yeah, exactly. Its that, that's, I think that's that's yeah. the question. And like everybody said, they're like, it's not like it got like stuff that Google Maps doesn't have. <laughs> well, 
Yes and no, because there are different types of sensors than visual ones that would work better being closer. Like it, it's it was an order of magnitude closer than than low spy satellites. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, I mean, it's not it's not a, it's not nothing. It's it's not a huge amount, but for sure. And I mean, I, I mean, there's also all kinds of like like when we were driving through South Dakota, or whatever. You're just like kind of like rolling around in South Dakota, and then all of a sudden there's like freaking barbed wire like. 20, 30 foot high fences with military installation signs. And you're like, well, that's crazy. And I'm like, those are all it, over the place in the States, all right? Over the place. So it, it went by two major military installations and mm-hmm. on its trajectory through the Midwest was a whole bunch of nuke silos. Now, yeah. like, of course, they've had spy satellites looking at those for a long ass time. So they knew what yeah. was there. And of course, like the pathway that the balloon took was carefully plotted out ahead of time. So if they were going to do anything out, out on the surface, they could reschedule it or whatever. Like that, that's apparently standard for every satellite that goes by in space. They, yeah. they do operations around the passage time of the satellites. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, time to put everything under yeah. these blue tarps. Okay, so then if it doesn't make a lot of technology sense, then the answer is that it was political. Did it, um, you know, like, what was the total cost of putting the balloon together? Let's say it was a million dollars. I'm just pulling that out of my ass. Did America waste more than a million dollars talking about it, writing articles about it, about bothering the president? If the president spent 30 minutes in a meeting with, like, five generals explaining what's going on, was the time of all of those guys worth more than a million? I mean, like, I feel like it was like a text message to the president. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, apparently he was he was like, this goes up to like the commander in chief of the of the armed forces to make a decision whether it's to shoot it down or not. You know? Yeah, I know exactly. That's it. I think that to me, I think the value of it is like if you're just sort of like, OK, this is just like a, a weird like, you know shoot shot across the bow of spy or whatever and like very public is the value of it is more disruptive than even political like i don't think the american government spent a ton of money worrying about this but like to scott's point fox news hit it all the news cycles and all of a sudden this is like a a news thing and everyone in america has an opinion about it like that's more valuable i think than the like like i think this was kind of you know a a day at the office for military people like you said they kind of like they knew it they were doing whatever they were like, even like they, they said, like shooting it down over water was people were like, why do they take so long? And they're like, well, because it's a thing the size of three buses kind of fluttering down onto people. That's hard to predict where that's going to go. Waiting until it goes over water if they're like. There is no way it was about the safety of people. There, uh, it has I mean, to be. If, if they thought there was a danger, they'd shoot it in a second. But I'm just saying yeah. that like, why would they like, why would they bother? Like if people were at risk, they would have shot it down in a second, in my opinion. If they were like, whatever, it is what it is and we don't care, yeah, just wait till you shoot and it goes down in the thing. Like a, a football field falling on people, that's a way bigger news story. You don't think Fox News is yeah, going to yeah, get yeah. real but mad? It was, never, that, like, it was never over like a like a major a major city. It was over small cities off in the sure. sides. The other the one middle, to think about like, is, like, is We're full of Trump voters. Imagine they mess that up and it just obliterates some guy's farm. That's a really big news story. Yeah. The, the, the other one is yeah, precedent, right? Because there's all these other balloons going over. Does China get to shoot those down now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that would, maybe it was like a tit for tat to be like you can shoot it down once it goes all the way across the country once. That's that's the agreement. This is the handshake deal that we just made. You get one shot, one lap, then you get to shoot it down. Who knows? This is like, like the guy the guy who shot up Vegas, you know, from like the the top floor of the Mandalay Bay or whatever, you know, where yeah. they were just like, nope, single guy went crazy. We don't know why he had a million guns up there. Okay, bye. And then you yeah. just never hear about it again. Like no you know, here. we never got the whole story. We're never going to get the whole story. Something happened here. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I feel this is like very much the kind of like shot across the bow. 
which then triggered a bunch of conversations and then something happened. Like, for all we know, like I said, that may have been the agreement, right? That might have been like, look, we'll shoot it down because we have to save face because this is a big deal because people noticed. And, you know, but like, we're just going to let it go all the way across so you can get whatever you want to get out of it. Like, you know, like it's such a little like, it seems like such a stupid, like, superpower dance because it's a balloon, right? Like, like this is like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the... What does that mean? It's like a balloon. You're okay, trying to minimize it, what this thing could have been? Probably absolutely, not. I'm minimizing that. I'm like, I feel that we're, we're, like, concerned about the, like, like the spy equivalent of a pop gun when, you know, like, they we actually deal with the spy equivalent of, like, having TikTok installed on every single phone in America. Like, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like, I feel like this is baby spy tech compared to probably, like, Chinese hackers everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Forget about all the tech. Forget about what it actually could have done. What's the... Like, why Why now? Why is the politics interesting? Like, what? what's the message they're trying to send right now? What's the... Is there a it's just a weird disruptive there? flex. Like, it's... I don't think it's a... Mm. Listen. It's about the balloon. But you see want, if you, you can follow deep, me here. It also You want my deep conspiracy? Isn't. I do. <laughs> this, this was uh, Republicans... Asking China to do it, I like it. False flag. Yeah. Oh, oh, and yeah. conspiracy for treason. Love it. Destabilization. Mm-hmm. Set it up. Do nothing. No one can actually be mad, but I'm going to make sure that I'm on the news every night, telling everyone else to be mad. Stick it. Stick it to the libs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, look, this is a thing that happens, but now we're going to make it a huge deal, and we're going to be really pissed off about it, and everyone's mm-hmm. going to have to answer it going to be a sign of weakness on the international stage and we're going to make sure yeah i mean that's pay, possible pay, pay for by governor DeSantis for president yeah <laughs> like i mean which is also also i mean if you want to if you do want to go like a shade deeper into that like DeSantis is like already proven that he's big disrupto guy like flying the immigrants in and under cover of night and all that stuff if you're like mm-hmm. if you were to put fingerprints on it it's not much of a stretch to say ron DeSantis well, did a weird publicity stunt because ron DeSantis does weird publicity stunts this is all fun and all guys but china actually did acknowledge that it was their balloon right like the chinese government stepped up and said yeah it was ours and it, it got loose yeah i mean okay yeah, no, no. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was like a full false flag. I'm just saying, but like, you could just be like, yo, China, send a balloon. Uh, well, I'll make sure that Fox News grabs it and runs with it or whatever. In a way that, like, mm-hmm. you know what? Maybe there was like a hundred balloons last year, and no one ever cared or noticed or whatever. Like, because it's a tit for tat. Who knows what else? What other backroom deals go on with international politics and espionage? Right? Like, who knows? The the play on this one might have been like, we're just gonna put a big old spotlight on it and make it a bunch of news at the same time that Biden has all of these uh, classified documents popping up all over the place and next year is an election year so like as be as disruptive as possible to try to make Biden look as incompetent as possible mm-hmm. if it's coming from the inside I mean and the other side is that you know they're in a cold war with China right now kind of so that's also a thing I think of it as, in Adventure Time terms, as flipping the pig. I flipped the pig. And you're like, damn. I just I think the, the Democrats shooting it down were just like, we quietly took it down over the ocean. And if it had happened like three years ago, then it would have been like the Trump Freedom Missile shoots it down over New York City. <laughs> 
We've arranged the greatest American missile of all time to hit the Chinese insurgent balloon. It'll explode into a shower of red, white, and blue over (laughs) Mount Rushmore in the greatest display of patriotism and national defense the world has ever seen. I like it. I like it. That's what Biden should have done. You know what? We're going to put out another balloon, and it's going to fly over on July 4th. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to shoot it down. Oh, man. <clears throat> so do you think this is, like, tied to a conspiracy, or do you just think this is a weird, weird dum-dum, just much, I like, much ado about nothing, and the conspiracy maybe is in how the news latched onto it, more so than China sent a balloon? The news I, was the point. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't have enough information on this one. This is, like... It's so weird. It I, it almost could have been just a loose balloon, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whoops! And what do you do? You can't back down. You got to just let it go. Everybody, has, it's like a, it's it's like out of Doctor Strange Love or something. You know, everybody has to save face so nobody nobody can admit that it was just a stupid mistake. Yeah, exactly. Just some dude's like, ah, oh, crap, boss. You're not going to believe it, but balloons. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. There anyway, it goes. Watch it. any movies. Thought about. Uh, also, it made me immediately think of the the Spider Man kid in Spider Man on PlayStation Two. My balloon, as it just like floats away, and Spider Man has to go and grab the balloons. And, like, those are like higher balloons. Uh, there was also the. Oh, hang on, we got to touch on on two things before if we before we talk about film. Uh, one, <laughs> the Quebec crown dog dying. Yeah, the day before he's supposed to. The, 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 the morning animal. of. Ooh, and then harsh. it became a, a like so. <laughs> so I was listening to the athletic hockey show, uh, mm-hmm. and then they really that's they, really a great one. They they latched onto it, and I was already laughing about it. There's a couple things we need to point out. One, contrary to what Sean Gentili says, there's a bunch of other groundhogs in America. Also, there isn't just Pakistani Phil. He's the most famous one. Yeah, but yeah, let's not forget Gentili's from Pennsylvania. So there's a reason he latched onto that one. Yeah, no, but he said we only have one in America, which he's wrong. Again, like, he, he doubled down saying we only have the one. But that's because he's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, but, like, just, like, whoa, that, that'd be like, okay, I know that there's groundhogs in Quebec and groundhogs in on, Ontario. Like, we have different groundhogs around. No, no, no. Like, it's it like wouldn't make, listen. It's like it wouldn't make any sense. There's only one baseball team, and it's the Yankees. You just, it's fandom. Okay, you think so that you think Chantilly isn't coming from a place of he just thinks there's actually one. You think that he's just he's like no, there is only one. There's only one that matters to Chantilly because he's from Pennsylvania and they don't have a lot to hold on to. I mean, the, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Pakistani Phil. That's Puxitani that's like Phil. the big three in sports. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it got me thinking about a whole bunch of things. One. Fred Fred Lamarmat dying the morning of, and then they still went through with festivities, and then they just arbitrarily picked a child to decide if there would be one. Begs a bunch of questions. Question one: Just find another groundhog and just cover the whole thing up. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Question two: If you believe in somehow the magical powers of the groundhog, why did we bestow that like? Decision making into a child. <laughs> See, that well, one like these kids. That child is going to have that follow them their whole life. Yeah, 
He also predicted Once. six weeks. Of, I, I appreciate the kid for pick, like predicting the six weeks more of winter. Like on one of the coldest days of the year. I was like, this kid, like, he didn't want to become like a target for like, you said it would end early, idiot. And then getting like bullied. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he was like, no, it's going to be long. I'm making the, uh, I'm, I'm giving you the bad news because I don't want to be the bad guy when this winter sucks because it's minus 40 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and then also, how did, how is Groundhog Day still a thing in 2023? Like, what a stupid thing to, like, have pageantry surrounding. Like, all over North America, like, every province, most states, like, what? What's the root of it? Does anyone know? Don't anyone? care. Everyone's going to grab onto something, dude. Is it? Is it just, is it a true testament that, like, February just sucks? <laughs> Does it? February, yeah. I mean, typically the cold... Well, like, the coldest, shortest days, right? Like, that's a... Like, the, and, like, no, no that holidays. that December? The shortest day of the, week, of the year? Yeah, but December mm-hmm. 21st. But, like, the mm-hmm. month so. of, like... Like, the, the combination of, like... Like, like what do you call it? Median, shortest. Like, so technically would, I think, be January. But then February. And, like, also you're in the, you're in the full stretch of... Uh, like the three month period with no holidays, you're like smack in the middle of it. You have no days off. There's Valentine's Day. It's not a day off. No, and it's depressing yeah. for anyone who's single, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so like as as much of a celebration of love as it is if you're in a couple, Valentine's Day when you're single is just like a like flaunting it in your face that you're single. That's a that's a bad anchor for a holiday. Mm-hmm. Everybody can get behind a groundhog. No, no, it's the one day you can just give to some small town. And say, here, do the thing. No one else wants to. Just just do the thing. Montreal doesn't want to do it. Toronto doesn't want to do it. Like, Philadelphia doesn't want to do it. <laughs> just give it to the small town and say, we're going to bring a couple news reporters. And we're going to say the name of your town on the air. Go with it. That's, that's all it is. I have another question. Mm-hmm. Does Groundhog Day fall out of the cultural zeitgeist by now if not for the Bill Murray film Groundhog Day like like does like you know what I mean like I can't like I know it predates the film by like a hundred years or whatever but like a hokey little small town thing mm-hmm. that we're 30 years removed from the film Groundhog Day like is it is it non-existent if that movie doesn't come out by this point by 2023 no I think it is. Can you think of other semi-holidays that would disappear or that have Arbor disappeared Day. that indicate that that happens? Arbor Day. <laughs> like, Arbor Day is still observed, but, like, no one talks about it on the news. I don't know. But isn't that a U.S. thing? It is. Yeah, yeah but... So who cares? Do we have... What, what Canadian holidays do we have that are, that are silly? I, I, I don't know. Baptiste. Saint Jean, La Fête Nationale. No, those are don't, those are holidays where you have here. a day off. I'm saying a day that yeah. is observed without a day off. I guess April Fools is, I think, the, the a really sure. And even one. that's grown in popularity. Halloween, yeah, it's, it's, it's taken to the internet. Halloween is the other one. That's good. Mm. Has that disappeared in the modern era? It's probably more popular, famous, engaged than Groundhog Day. No, I think it's dwindled. Who cares? We've already talked about Groundhog's Day about ten times as much as it needs to be discussed. <laughs> the name of the city was Punxsutawney. 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 
Puxatani. There and we then, go. Puxatani. Here's your mind. Your time to shine. Yeah, exactly. Here's your time to shine. One who didn't die. Puxatani Phil managed to not die. Uh, this year, yeah, exactly. That's it. He's died in the past. And wasn't there like Staten Island Pete or something? Like I don't know. Um, and then there was also the NHL All Star Game, which is just dumb and stupid. And just I, was it? I some the shootout challenge was terrible. The one thing that I like tune in, and I don't tune in. Hang on, that's a lie. The one highlight that I look at the next day is usually the shootout competition. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of guys who can do nifty little flippy things with their sticks and look real cool and this year was like none of it it was terrible the only thing that was impressive was like Ovechkin's kid on, is up four years old on skates and looks like a beast on skates already someone on twitter said like the all-star skills competition is the big chance for the NHL to like really appeal to new young fans so we had uh, one shootout attempt that was Miami Vice themed and another one that was Happy Gilmore. Go with it, kids. Yeah, you know the coolest stuff in the world? Mm-hmm. Hello, US. And But like, we have the Michigan. Just doing the Michigan would have been cooler than any of these stupid little song and dance routines that they do. And then they did that weird puck golf thing which, <laughs> Nick, Suzuki, which Nick Suzuki won and was you know very good at. Huh? Did you hear what he won? What? As part of the prize of that, for for winning that, a year's supply of Chipotle. So when they asked him about it, he was just like, hey, what do you think of that? He was like, they don't have Chipotle in Montreal. (laughs) (laughs) Take that sponsor. (laughs) Just just tip top. Whoops. You didn't think that one through. Oh, my God. Yeah, the skills competition is super stupid. And then, and I guess, however, though, this was a a big year for the NHL. Because somehow the NFL decided to do an even stupider All-Star game than imaginable. They played flag football in the Pro Bowl. Like, they were just like, they they, they did away with any kind of, like... Because obviously the Pro Bowl is really stupid because nobody's actually tackling whatever. It's the same thing why an NHL game is very stupid in an All-Star game. Nobody's blocking shots. No one's, like, throwing big hits. So they just did away with it, and they were just sort of like, let us get the best players. And also the NFL, the NFL Pro Bowl is, is doubly dumb, because it happens like a week or two before um, the NFL. So the actual best players in the world are absolutely not participating, because they have the Super Bowl next week. So, you know, if you are mm-hmm. still playing football on the best teams in the world, you're not actually at the All-Star game. And then they did away with it completely and made it a flag football game. What? Yeah, like, whatever. All-Star games are... St- awful yeah i know just don't have them like i feel it's so much more embarrassing to play like i guess maybe the hope with flag football is that they'll get like they'll get more competitive because they're like okay we're just playing like a kids game like we're still like the strongest fastest runner guys but we just need to grab these little flags so it's like somehow maybe they would like eke some more competition out of them than like pretending to tackle and just like hug the guy or just or just continually letting the running backs just run non-stop touchdowns in the pro bowl the only two good all-star games are the NBA because it's a showboaty game anyways. Yep. And with and with almost a of, minimum of contact and any contact is a foul anyway. And like, and it's it like lends itself to being extra cocky and extra cocky in basketball is more entertaining. Like yeah. stakes are lower so they try to be better 
But yeah, but like, and you take fouling I'm out of basketball, and you just end up with like a hundred scores, like one hundred and eighty to one hundred and seventy. You still end up with something that looks like basketball, just without it's people almost, fouling. It's almost like the Royal Rumble, as stories develop in the game. Like players go head to head, and they jaw at each other. Yeah, and and, and they play one on one a little bit, and then everyone waits their turn to go. Yeah, awesome. And and baseball because it's a it's a good game with the best players. And the pitchers who throw the hardest, and they, the pitchers throw hard as hell because they know they're only going to get one inning. Yeah. Right? And the, the batters try to crush it every yeah, time. No, no, nobody's, nobody's bunching at the All-Star Games. Non-stop dingers, baby. <laughs> I think dingers is amazing, and everyone wants to do it. <laughs> and, and the pitchers don't slow down because they're only going to throw 15 pitches. They're not going to blow their arm out. They're not going to go yeah, get exactly. Tommy John at the end of it. Because they bring like ten pitchers. I mean, to every maybe game. maybe there's your answer, right? The NHL management is from the same type of person who is the management of of baseball, you know. And they're like, well, baseball has a great all stars. Why don't we have an all stars? Fucking let's have an all stars. Mm-hmm. You know? The the tweet that I read that summed it up the best is changing the all star weekend for the NHL would mean being forced to admit that something needed to be changed. And the NHL will never ever do that. I also think back change to... it because everything is perfect and everything is perfect, so it can't ever change. And they're so stuck on that mindset. But I mean, but there's also the argument too that it's for sponsors and children, right? Like, so it's because it's not a competitive game. All of these big money sponsors and stuff, like Chipotle guy, gets to meet the players, which he usually doesn't necessarily get to do. So there's like, there's like a high, there's like a high caliber of like sponsorship meet and greets with these all-star players and then also kids kids get to see like even even sean gentilly who's like the most jaded man in hockey in many ways was like when i went to the all-star game as a kid i loved it it was freaking great i loved absolutely everything and he went to he went to the pro bowl right like that was the other stupid thing like he went to the football one which is also crap like and he was like yeah it's just like the best because you see all the best players and they're all there and all how did he go to the pro bowl no, he didn't go to the Pro Bowl. He went to the uh, Padres. He went to the he went to a baseball one. So your point baseball, is the best yeah, one. Yeah, because the Pro Bowl is always in Honolulu. That's yeah. how they get people to go. It's always in Hawaii. Smart. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, though. He went to the uh, Padres, right? Padres? Pirates? Pirates. Pirates. Anyway, yes. He went to the Pirates one. And he was just saying again, yeah, he was like, and it was just like, the while the Pirates were complete garbage, but he's like, I was a little kid, so I was just happy to see my guy. Like, and so, yeah, for little I mean, kids, I think it. it's fine. Yeah. So, little kids and sponsors, but just so in, in that regard, it's not a failure. It's just, I hate flipping. I think that they made the skills competition stupider and, like, in trying to make it more watchable, they've made it dumber. Anyway, that's my. Yeah. That's my take on the NHL skills competition. I mean, watching McDavid go four for four with the the accuracy shot was pretty cool. Yeah, like I said, there, there, there's cool things, but I feel that they don't. They need to like lock into what's cool, what's cool in the hockey skills competition. The shootout challenge ain't it? The the tendy challenge or whatever. I also saw weirdly. I couldn't I, even we, get past the name. The tendy tandem. The tendy tandem. Like chicken tendies. That's right. It's, That's no, it's, what it's, everyone it's, thought. No, so but it was the goaltenders. They were talking about the goaltendies. Oh, yeah, of course. So the because the goaltenders had to shoot on each other or something. What? Yeah. So and then then they all then they had to switch places and then have a three on O with the the women just obliterating them because a three on O is gonna just you know 
I mean, okay, not it sounds go like well. they're just trying weird shit to, to amuse people. Like, you know? Yeah. Whatever. Throw it all out. See, see what sticks. But then I, I watched... I was at... Um, I was at Four Origins on Sunday, and they were showing the AHL skills competition, which, first of all, I love the H... Or not the R, the HL All-Star game. First of all, hats off to the AHL for just having them all just wear their jerseys, like... <laughs> Just whites against colors. That's that's the team. That's that's it. They don't oh. give. They don't yeah, give them go on. White jerseys against color jerseys. Let me specify: jerseys, color jerseys. I hate that. What? I hate that. I like the All Star uniforms. I know, but it just it looks. But it looks like madness on the ice because of <laughs> the age. Red, blue, green. Well, <laughs> it's just insanity. Uh, and then they were also doing like the Tendi tandem or whatever, or whatever the heck kind of thing. They tried to copy that, but then they just it, what they didn't even have like visiting uh, like women's hockey all stars. It was just the other all stars going three on on goalies, and I was like, who is this fun for? Like any talented hockey player lineup. Going three on zero against a goalie will just embarrass a goalie, right? Like three quick passes between three guys who are like highly skilled, you're gonna pull the goalie out of position and then just knock it into an empty net. That's why like a three on zero doesn't happen in hockey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was uh, it was kind of comical. <laughs> Let's talk oh, about movies. So, what did you think though about the actual NHL All Star jerseys though, Scott? That was the one thing I thought they were. I was like, I I liked them in theory. I didn't necessarily like them in practice. I didn't hate them. I thought if they were going to go for a throwback, they should have gone all the way back to the 80s and used the NHL shield instead of the Eastern, Western, divisional logos. But you like the, the like... teal and the pink and whatever? Yeah, sure. That's Miami. That's fine. Don't oh, don't care about new. that. That's that's what the, the Heat wear for their third jerseys. They wear mm-hmm. them... The, teal and pink and white and black that's fine I just should have worn the NHL crest instead of the the weird all-star logo do you have football picks? <laughs> it's the same do I have picks. football that's picks? Yeah. Um, who's going to win? wait let's ask John which two teams are in the Super Bowl I have no idea oh. why would I know? who would have guessed two? did anything interesting happen? the Packers and the Steelers well, I mean, you guessed two real teams, so that counts. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you're, you're on the board. <laughs> uh, I just, I was like, people were asking me at work, and I was like, I don't really have a horse to ride in on or whatever, but I was like, I just want the Eagles to win just because they have to grease up the lampposts and people man, still climb them, and that's the, the greatest. Eagles, man. Huh? That was a... That was a not... What? Fuck the Eagles, man. Oh. Was that a quote reference? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, because Phil- think... Philadelphia winning and losing their mind is always the best news story, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't care if Casey wins; who cares? Mahomes is cool. He's a cool, dude. Yeah, but I don't have any like ties to Kansas City. Philadelphia is where always Sunny's from. <laughs> it's true. Mahomes is cool, but that team name is still kind of racist. So, yeah, not, not a big fan. Yeah. Especially. Especially now, almost everyone's moved on from them. Yeah, who's left? I mean, like the Chiefs and the Blackhawks, and the Atlanta Braves. Ooh, Braves is pretty bad, though. Braves is pretty bad, and their fans doing the tomahawk chop is just—that's the worst part. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Uh, uh. Not good. Yeah, <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland's moved on. Washington's Guys. moved on. 
and Edmonton's moved on. Redskins was pretty fucking egregious, though. I mean, that, that was way out there. Yeah, I love the. the, the I almost under you know. Was it? Was it Kimmy Schmidt or was it Thirty Rock? Where there was just like the, the family that was just obsessed with the Redskins, and they're like, "Oh no!" Just keep it's like David Cross, I think, plays like the brother who's like, "It's all right," and just like screaming in his face, wearing red. Like <laughs> there was an entire like B plot throughout an entire season. It was just this super wealthy family like defending the integrity of being like Washington Redskins fans. I was like, "Oh man!" And like, and they're like, <laughs> I think it's Kimmy Schmidt even, and Kimmy Schmidt's like. Wait, and everybody's just okay with it? They're like, no, a lot of people are not okay with this. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, My favorite thing about that whole thing is they're spending an entire season without a name. Yeah, just being the Washington Football Club? Yep. We're the Washington Football Team. Cool. And I think, and I love that, like, how little that impacted anything. I'd love to see their, like, what their team, uh, like, revenue stream was. Going in, if if going an entire season as just the Washington football team had any kind of impact, hold on, on the bottom hold on. Line. I think there's something kind of like there's something kind of classy about Washington Football Club. I well, think that, it's well, I mean, that's that's like how basically you know British yeah. European football clubs are. It's like yeah, it's have, the name of the I'm town. Sure, they have mascots, but they don't they don't like you know it's not like yeah. front and center on their branding. That's it. It's like you, you're you're playing against Man United, like. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's well, the... You pick the one football team that does have a, a yeah. mascot and a logo on it. Yeah, but they're like, but like United. I guess United is the name. Fine, but like Barcelona, FC Barcelona. That's all. Yeah. Like, but that's because there's Manchester Washington City, so they had to have another Manchester team. You know, Washington football team is way better than the Washington Commanders. It is. It's it sounds way better. The the plain W on the helmet was way better. Yeah, the commanders. Is, oh, oh! I almost forgot. Oh. Big big, you know Hollywood. Uh, I guess it's not Hollywood, but Justin Roiland got canceled. Did you guys hear about this? Oh. It's I mean, been he fucking. He got more than canceled, sir. He got like fired from from Rick he got, and Morty. He got like double canceled. It was uh, allegations of like verbal and emotional and possible physical abuse to his grooming is what I heard. Uh, it, well, no, but saying like that because it, it bubbled up of like verbal, emotional, and physical, and potentially even physical abuse of his partner mm-hmm. was like the first like wave, and then just being like straight up into underage grooming, and you're like, oh yeah. no, like oh, it was a. No. Uh, 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 like a left hook to a KO uppercut, just nonsense. And uh, yep, yeah, I was like, oh, you, you hear there's like an impersonator who's there's all these people rallying trying to get the impersonator to just take his place and not. I heard the it. best, the best dis- idea that I heard though was uh, to just have like different voices for at least like just like the next season. Just like every yeah. episode, have guests like a guest Rick and a guest Morty, and you're like, yo, there's infinite realities. Who this cares? Is, yeah. yeah, exactly. This is just this is the one I mean, where the, the, he did bring a certain energy to those characters that perhaps will not be replaced. There, you know, we don't know how much he was in the the like the writing, creative direction yeah, process. Yeah. For sure. I mean, but it, it is an absolute immediate firing. Like it's not even not even close to. Is it? Th- I was like, I was like, I saw the call, like Justin Roiland, whatever else like that. I was like, I wonder if it's that. Oh, it's so much worse. Like it's so much worse. Like, 
Outside of like a hard conviction for something, it's about as bad as I think I've seen any of this come in. I mean, is is that a defense there that he hasn't been convicted for any of this? The the you know, it's fair, but I mean, it's one of those things things where I I think that you are gonna lose your job over it, no matter what. I mean, it's kind of bullshit that that's true. Right, because if if these things are total fabrications, which which could be possible, him losing the like the creative work of his life is pretty awful. Now, at the same time, he's been like, I fucked up my life on his Twitter, you know, like he's he, not not quite copping to it, but but like those are tweets that were deleted. Yeah, there he, there was no denial, sure. there was no these allegations are taken yeah. wildly out of context or whatever else like that. And blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, it does. It seems that he just like I mean, because like, I, I feel that like that's the thing. Is, I feel I feel that if 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 you are in a situation where, like, this comes at you and there is no truth in it, you immediately have that statement ready and you lawyer yep. up and you countersue and you say defamation and you say whatever. We are we are looking forward to proving our innocence in court. You know, yep. there's, the, there's, like, phrasing you can do yep. to indicate Exactly. That. That's it. And none of that came out. And this is already, like, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, yeah, no, this is scumbag territory. You're... you're... <clears throat> anyway. Speaking of scumbag territory mm-hmm. um billy mitchell is in the news again <laughs> oh no i, I billy heard mitchell. this too this is so good <laughs> it's so good <clears throat> so uh twin galaxies has banned him and canceled his world records yeah for... this, this has been hang on <clears throat> listener if you're at episode 279 of 90s and you don't know who billy mitchell is like shame on you <laughs> It's but been a for while. Like, quick it's been, context, it's been easily seven years since he was in the in like for sure. But I'm, I feel that we brought up him like getting ca- getting his world records canceled. And yeah, stuff. We might anyway, just yeah. the real big context is he was a Donkey Kong champion uh, who traded the high score back and forth with Bill Weeby. Bill Weeby, something Steve Weeby, Steve Weeby, yeah, uh, <clears throat> and was also somehow like the showiest of all. These video game high score chasers. He's, he's a character. He like hawks his hot stuff. His crazy hot sauce, sauce or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, it came out that uh, he was like cheating and using like rigged uh, chipboards and all that stuff. So he's like disgraced. Emulators. Yeah. Emulators. He was playing on emulators. Yeah. Well, apparently, but some of them were just rigged chipboards and the like original chipboards, but that were just like rewired. Even on some of his arcade cabinet verified stuff. When they popped it open inside, he, there was like physical stuff changed. Hmm. Anyway, che- cheating to another level and had all of his uh, high scores canceled. This is Billy Mitchell. Which, what do you do now? To which yeah. he immediately uh, took Twin Galaxies to court mm-hmm. for defamation um, and all the financial losses that would have been incurred by them publishing uh, the alleged cheating. Yeah. He's like, how um, can I sell my hot sauce if I'm a Donkey Kong fraud? Right. So the, it's the video you said probably the, the video um, of of his high scores. So when 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 he submitted those scores for verification, yeah, uh, contains undeniable proof that what he was playing was not original Donkey Kong mm-hmm. on original hardware. Like the right. things on the screen that don't show up in the real game on the original hardware. Just right, looks different, and he got caught with that. And his counter to that was the video submitted doesn't matter because he performed both of these high scores at public events 
and has signed testimony of witnesses saying that he achieved these scores and they should be enough. Um, So he's just like ignoring the fact that he was the one who filmed these videos and mailed them in. (laughs) But his his, um, entire argument is that I have people that will say for sure that I did this live in front of all these people. Okay, it gets more interesting than that. It does, it does. So he's got five witnesses, and two of the five say right away, I didn't really actually see the final score. (laughs) I just saw him (laughs) playing Donkey Kong. One of them was uh, one of his best friends from high school. They're in the yearbook on the same page together. And has been arrested three times already for major fraud. Yeah, video game fraud. Just, just no, just like corporate fraud. <laughs> no, real world fraud. Big time <laughs> oh. corporate fraud. And the other two are the referee who adjudicated it, who is a personal friend, and the referee's <laughs> wife. <laughs> does Billy Mitchell have? Does Billy friend. Mitchell have his own referee, like Little Nate? Yes, exactly. <laughs> that kind of. Yeah, exactly it. And they all count. These these are the three like main witnesses who say that I saw him play it and I saw the high score and I saw him, you know, he should be allowed. And all of this was set and they're going to court. I think it's within 10 days of now where the court is set to begin. And last week, photographs came out of him at the event where he set the, the high score. And what's important about that is because the guy that supplied the cabinet that he played this high score has testified already saying this was the same cabinet he used for the King of Kong score. Mm -hmm. Exact same hardware. And these were photos that Billy Mitchell did not know were going to be coming to light. But that show, just physically, that it's not original hardware. (laughs) Like, you can look at it and say, that is not the original Donkey Kong cabinet. It's got different joysticks. And the joysticks look to be, by all accounts, by very smart people who know things about 80s arcade cabinets, not four-way joysticks, but eight-way joysticks, which drastically affect the way that the game can be played. Mm-hmm. The, like, the OG Donkey Kong joystick could only go up or down and le- or left and right. There was no there was no, no angle directions. And it's a big, big, big difference because when you're going up and down on the ladder... If you're pointing left, or if you're facing left or you're facing right, the AI of the enemies changes. And yeah. so you can be climbing up the ladder while go, like tapping left and right and holding up at the same time and changing the AI of the whole board yeah, yeah, yeah. You're as you climb the, the barrels you can't do that, that Exactly. It's a big slowdown for your, your passage through the game. So it's a major, major, major difference. Mm-hmm. And it's and, clearly visible. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's just proof that that was the cabinet that he was using, and it was obviously... Not. I read this thing that said it was definitely a different joystick. However, you can't know if the if the four way plate was in because that's actually invisible and underneath the 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 face plate. So you actually couldn't have seen if he was restricted from doing it. But the fact that it showed a joystick that was not the original kind of like ball joystick is is telling that somebody made changes to it. Is enough to be disqualified. That alone is enough to be disqualified. And him using that machine and submitting it to high score is enough for him to be banned. Yeah. So funny. So maybe this is the so end funny. of of just, not Steve of uh, Billy, Billy Mitchell. Mitchell. Man, they gotta make another documentary though. 
do they? <laughs> Yeah, okay. it would have they, to they ha- got a lot of criticism. They, they, they were they, they like even admitted after they like talked up the rivalry between them, the two of them they, and they, changed they, a couple. They juiced it. They juiced it a little. But I don't know, man. But but this guy brings attention onto himself. He's always like making wild claims and suing people crazily and wearing insane American flag ties to to get attention to himself. Yeah, well, he's, well, he's he's a bad guy. Yeah. What's the what's a word for when like a king is like usurped or whatever like a exiled king maybe I don't know I'm just saying dethroned. there's something like dethroned something exiled, like the dethroned right. king yeah. of Kong I don't know there's something in there there's something with, with I don't know that he's actually been on top for a long time I, I thought no, somebody sure. who was not him and not Steve took it and it's just they're, they're just like characters in the story you know yeah I mean pretty sure I mean like that's it it's like we have we have summoning salt about just all the games now and they're like. Full-on documentaries exclusively. Man, the about... Mega Man Two one was so good. I played the shit out of that game, and yeah. I, I loved every second of that little documentary. Not, not that good, obviously. The when the the just once, um, I think when 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 glitches kind of start allowed to be in into them, and they just bust the game to pieces. Yeah, where you're like here's you know where where you have to like navigate your character through just like a pixelated mess screen, but like it's. They're hidden platforms, so you like glitch yourself through the wall. Just here. figure it out. Yeah, yeah and then just like float through here. I'm not like, going to hold your hand through this. Just figure yeah. it out. Watch, yeah, watch just, what I'm doing. Just watch. Yeah, exactly. I just like I watch them, and I'm like, nope. Like I'm like, this is go, goes beyond like. And oh yeah, that was the other thing too. Just the 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 rate of how fast you have to shoot the bubble gum, the bu- not bubble gum, the bubble gun into Alien Wiley at the end. Where they're like, yeah, some guys just can't. And they just need yeah. to, like, work that around it. Like, some guys have just, like, physically, like, faster thumbs. And even guys who are, like, in the mix for the world record can only get three shots, whereas other guys can get four. And it's, yep. I just I just imagine their thumbs just, like, like vibrating in, like, <laughs> in speed-up world. I'm just like, man. Because, again, like, to, to the point about the, the joystick, which is, like, yeah, you can have auto fire and rapid fire and whatever else but like that's not a good world record if it's not you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta mash b real quick to get that in there love it uh, I mean, did yeah, we watch any movies we, we, we did we watched uh recently out very hang on also kudos to marvel in in general of waiting to black history month to bring out wakanda forever i think that was a like, great pr like mm-hmm. that's like i know it was a it was a clear choice and it was a smart choice and there's like in a two-hour and forty-minute movie, about five to six minutes of white people talking, and I was like, "Is it any good?" It was very good. I liked it yeah. a lot. It was really good. Yeah, I, I don't know why it didn't get that much love, and I say I didn't get that much love. I think it was it was a box office hit, and it obliterated Black Adam and all that stuff. Like it did, it did yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it just it didn't uh, it didn't hit anywhere near. I think like the first Black Panther did. I don't necessarily. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I remember that they were. It was determined to be like a, a perfectly fine film. But like that said, to Ryan Coolidge, I want to say, mm-hmm. like he had an entire script, ready to go and in the can and like like going into pre production. Then COVID hit, and then his uh you know star, uh, his star's cancer, got terminal and took him real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, he had to like completely rewrite a script and this and get it filmed and bring it out, do whatever in a, such a short time, like by those Marvel movie standards. <laughs> like I was like, that's a real quick turnaround on 
considering that he just like lost the main guy. Like apparently the original movie was going to be like really a father son story with uh, T'Challa and, and his kid hmm. and everything else. So like he spun on a dime and turned like really really good stuff into it. They also Ooh. don't like also another hats off Marvel. More of this. They at no point in time plastered his face onto a weird CG robot and gave us Uncanny Valley. They're like, it starts off with him dying, and like off camera, like it's Shuri trying mm-hmm. to like do science to to bring her brother back, and then cut to like the funeral and it's closed casket and whatever else like that. So they they were like they did not use their gross technology to try to bring him back for any kind of a Paul Walker in the car nodding sagely to Vin Diesel at the end of the movie Mm -hmm. stupidity I was like I was like waiting for it to happen like just some stupid CG of a dead person and they did again I'm saying hats off to Marvel I guess Ryan Ryan (laughs) the the, the director just being like yeah we're not doing that this is like Mm -hmm. so the money difference was was massive Mm -hmm. Um, Black Panther made 1.3 billion dollars worldwide And Wakanda Forever made eight hundred and forty-two yeah. million worldwide. Yeah, so a good five half a million billion dollars. dollars. Yeah, for sure. Okay, but things are pretty fucked up these days. It's true. Sure, Aren't like they? it's, it's like totally and and on top of that too, Black Panther came out before Disney Plus. When everybody knows now, like I think that they this was at sixty something days or maybe seventy days was mm-hmm. the longest stretch between a box office release and a movie coming out. Cause like I said, they really, they, they stalled it until black history month. Like that was kind of mm-hmm. the, the main, the main pitch on that. And that was the longest time. So everybody also knows, Hey, if you wait, you know, eight to 10 weeks, mm-hmm. uh, you'll have it on Disney plus, which was not the case also when black Panther was coming out. Right. So you right, didn't know necessarily right. when it was coming out on yeah. video and, and all that. So I think that also is going to, that's going to kill your bottom line. And like, quite frankly, I mean, I transfer, still don't know any of bottom line. Huh? Transfer bottom line. Yeah, they're they're getting money from Disney Plus subscribers. Yeah, I know, but it's gonna. But I'm saying, but it's gonna hit the box office bottom line. It's not gonna. Yeah, yeah that, that's which is which. That's a whole other problem is the, the people we know about the weird infighting at Disney, right? And also, not for nothing, uh, this movie had no, not say no, but like not the same star power attached to the first one. Like Chadwick Boseman was a star already and Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan was a star already mm-hmm. and none of the actors in Wakanda Forever are like on that kind of like immediate recognizable caliber, right? Like they're all B to C listers in the Marvel Universe even kind of coming up. So you didn't have that anchor actor to take that on the poster and stuff. You're like, it's about Shuri and you're like, cool. She had like five minutes in the first one. You know, like she's been yeah. around, but it's. But did it work? Yeah, yeah, it worked great. Everybody stepped up, even mm. Scott's favorite character, Riri. Wait, what? <laughs> Riri? Riri Williams is Ironheart. Huh. It's, it's such a bad name. <laughs> Everything about it is wrong. She is not my favorite character, and she was actually my biggest complaint about the, the movie. I don't see why she had to be in it. <laughs> I like, well, I like that. I... Also. In the comic books, she is very much coded as a functioning autistic. Mm. And that is not at all present in the movie. And I think that's a little bit weird to introduce a character that has a disability and just remove that part from their character. Be like, look at the new Daredevil show. He can see in this one. Like, just a 
just just a bit strange. Yeah. Didn't didn't love that. That's my small nitpick complaint. Mm-hmm. One, I thought the theme of dealing with loss was was very deftly handled, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it came, you know, from circumstances. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm when sure you're writing that, about, that, not to say nobody had to act, but everybody had a had a very immediate life experience to draw on when you're like, oh, we need to act like we lost this guy who we actually all lost and worked for on these films and did all that. So everybody had, like, that to immediately pull on. And it yeah. shows. Like, it shows. Like, every, like the acting is top tier for a Marvel movie. Like, people are and, acting. Yeah, right on. <laughs> it felt sincere, too. The writing felt sincere. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the characters are given not just performances, but, like, dialogue and actions that that seemed real like no one came out and like began to speak in a way that where you're like oh people don't talk like that yeah you know like it, it seemed like a good honest script about loss in a movie a lot of anger her. also which i thought was was kind of both uh from ramonda and shuri and and okoye like i like, just like good people not necessarily being bad but being like angry and like pissed off at this loss because it was senseless like and again and like conveying it in a realistic way which again you don't always you don't always see in marvel movies right is like usually you just see like the good guys being like true blue no matter what and being like let's make sure the sacrifice wasn't in vain like that's typically like not like i'm really pissed off at everything right now because my brother's dead and I'm kind of a shithead right now and not a great person to deal with. And like, I like and, um, the other thing that like the, the actual resolution of the plot I thought was very interesting. Um, getting into small non-spoilers, but kind of spoilers. <clears throat> um, the fact that no one really wins at the end of the movie and no one really feels great about how what happened <laughs> how well, yeah, the bad well the bad guy is, is yeah the bad guy's namor that's not, like I, I guess is technically the lightest of spoilers but like it's I mean, 3 months in he's been on posters and stuff now yeah exactly yeah. so and, and and yeah he spoiler he doesn't end the movie in handcuffs going to jail for his crimes he like the, the good guys don't go back home being like we did it we stopped the menace just everything just kind of happens and and resolves itself in the best way that it can and for a marvel movie that was pretty cool yeah like even there, there's the, not a big half hour cg punch fest at the end i mean there is oh it's but there, it's actually the stakes are different yeah and and it wasn't just um even like the first Black Panther movie, which I really, really liked, it wasn't two people with similar powers doing the same thing. Yeah, that, that's around. also true. Like, like Namor, Namor and Shuri have different powers when they're when they're throwing down, and there's like a little bit of power mismatches here and there. There's mm-hmm. the it, it is definitely a CG thing, but to Scott's point, it's not nearly as annoying as the mirror image of each other punching. And even then, it's also like. That the fight on the beach is like, like shot in a brutal way. Like, it was mean. It was dirty. Yeah, like 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 you're just sort of like you're like oh, it's this is like 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 an actual like slugfest of like 
two people trying to hurt each other, not necessarily just having like a a Marvel style like punchy flippy through the set pieces kind of thing. And the set piece itself, like when they get to that final showdown, is is just like a beach. Like it's not like a falling down skyscraper and all that stuff. Like they have some of that with the giant boat and whatever going on, but the actual throwdown is just like two people who are mad and like have like a certain amount of like rage and and justifiable and not just like hurting each other. Like it's great. Yeah, it's it's it sucked and it was more satisfying because it was less satisfying. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Also the uh, the what do you call it um, the opening sequence you know there how they go like like when the Marvel Studios thing and it's all like clips of all of like Ant Man and Spider Man and all that stuff and it's like all the clips kind of rapidly flashing as it like makes the words of Marvel it's the opening shot of it it's just like only like shots of Chadwick and Black Panther and stuff like that mm-hmm. and immediately Sarah Waterworks like in a second. She was like, I didn't expect that at all. Like, 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 just to like hit me like that, like, because like I think that's the other thing too is like, yes, they keep talking about like Black Panther and T'Challa was like great, but like by all accounts, like Chadwick Boseman was like a amazing dude, and no one has anything bad to say about him, and was just like a great person, charitable, like all this and that. Like you can look look up all this like generally shit that he did, super thoughtful and well spoken. Like it was like. Yeah, like, this was very much a send-off of a guy who, by all accounts, everybody was, like, was a great guy also, in addition to being, you know, like, in addition to playing a great guy on television, I'm actually a great guy. So, yeah, it was, like, like Sarah was, like, whoa. Just, <laughs> it was... And what, and what they did with the characters was really good, too. Like, Okoye and Shuri and Baku were very Nakia. much background players. And Nakia were background players in the first movie. They didn't mm-hmm. have... The, the control of that film, and all of them were yeah, they given all... time and depth and emotions that I I didn't see coming. I didn't expect Mbaku to have, you know, I kind of expected him to be Drax again. You know, a couple of good lines and a couple of like cool fight yeah, scenes. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, like when he comes up to me, he's just sort of like, listen up, like I told your brother, like I'd be counsel for you. So, like, we yeah. should talk. <laughs> you know? And you're like, oh, M'Baku. <laughs> right? Like, and, and, like, had a reasonable leader responsible take that was still in line with the stuff that had already been established. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't take, like, a, a left, like, a hard left on his character, but, like, actually has character work. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, it's great. And, yeah. Again, recommend it. Probably. Probably the best Marvel movie in a little while, for sure. Hmm. Outside of Spider-Man. Cool. I would say. Yeah, that one, the Spider-Man though was was great. That was that was deft. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I would say, I would say, like second favorite Phase Four film or whatever. Is that the phase right now? I mean, Phase Four. Yeah. Yeah. Of of the post Endgame, uh, I would go Spider-Man: Wakanda Forever, Love and Thunder, and then I don't know the rest of them. Shang-Chi and Black Widow. Yeah, and Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But yeah, that's it. I'm just saying... It's fun, but weird. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, like, none of them were that great. This one was very good. And, uh... Also, like you said, me... Like, the other thing, too, was made you care about a bunch of characters who I feel that just coming out of the first one, average moviegoers probably don't even know these characters' names. And it made you care about 
Pretty much all of them. Like, I don't think if you were to be like, if I were to be like, name all of T'Challa's like inner circle to a casual movie fan, I don't think they would have like Okoye, Nakia, like Ramonda, Shuri, like that would Mbaku. Like, I don't think those names are like like ready, and they're like, this movie is about those characters, you know. So yep. it was like a bit of a gamble in the, I think, on the in that sense of it to be like, here, here's a thing. Anyway. Really, really good. I enjoyed. You want to rank it, Scott? Um, I would like to do it the next time we record because oh. every time we rank a Marvel movie right after watching it, we're all like, "Yeah, really high. <laughs> good man." Good. So I'm man. gonna say we we sit on it just just for two weeks and we'll we'll put it on the list uh, when I've had more than 24 hours to to soak it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the but other thing I just want to say, said, if you haven't seen it, watch it. If you're not a huge fan of the Marvel movies or superhero movies, this is a pretty good one that has. I mean, like, I think a lot of people, a lot of people like Black Panther, and I think that a lot of people maybe like skipped on this one because Chadwick wasn't in it. And like, if you're yeah. on the fence, check it out. It's real good, and in better in a lot of ways. Yeah. I also, I mean, and, again, and this is pretty spoiler, spoilerific. So, just the the Killmonger scene was great. It was really good. <laughs> like, so yeah, like there, there was Michael B. Jordan had to go around saying that he was not in the film, but he is. Like when she goes to, you saw the first Black Panther, John John? Mm, yeah, it didn't work for me. I like it was all CG stuff. I just I watched like three quarters of it. I definitely turned it off when the fight was happening at the end. That's probably yeah. the, the, worst the, part of the, movie. the well the third yeah the third act fight is very third act fight because it's yeah. just Black Panther versus Black and Purple Panther like is the in a black cave in yeah. a black cave yeah that fight is awful even though yeah. Killmonger was a really good bad guy but anyway so like you know like part of it is like when you eat the heart shaped fruit or whatever you get to like travel to the ancestral plane and all that so when Shuri drinks the heart shaped fruit juice she goes to the ancestral plane and like is expecting to see her mother or her brother or whatever else. And it's Killmonger who's there, who's you know the technically of the of the lineage, and she's like, "What the fuck? This is my ancestor that I have to deal with." And it's like because she's so full of like angry and hate, anger and like hatred and whatever, like that's the guy that she's got to talk to and like make amends with. And it's like again a really well acted scene, kind of yeah. just like like out of nowhere. Like imagine you know. Imagine going to see your ancestors and it's just your piece of shit uncle who you hate. And you're like, wait, I don't get to see my mom or my brother or anyone else that I passed away. And it's like, and it like, as as cheesy as that kind of sounds, it like handles it really well. And again, both people like are good acting in it. Like, huh. it's good shit. I liked it. Uh, the one thing that we maybe want to do in the main show before we cut over to garbage time, because we've talked about it, I believe, in each and every episode... Uh, like the last like two or three so we don't necessarily need to actually review it but we could rank Glass Onion because we've all seen it which is a rarity hmm. yeah I, we so, should do that exactly we don't necessarily need to need to rehash Glass Onion because I think we've all kind of had takes on it mm-hmm. in the last little bit but I was like we haven't put a, a, a movie on the list in a oh, while well, and, this is something, and this is a rarity that all three of us have seen do we have uh, what do you call it on it the first um knives out we sure do where is it 57 so i think weaker i think stronger also 
Hmm. Why, John? Why? Explain how. I like yeah, the because I, I think it was weaker, too. Yeah, I liked the characters better. I liked the mystery better. Um, I liked, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. The mystery better. Yeah. I'm going to get hung I like, up on I that. I had more bit. fun. I just had more fun watching it. I, I, more I, fun is different than the mystery yeah. because I was like, there was no mystery to me, which was that, well, not to say there was, like, like it was maybe like a, like, <clears throat> so little spoilers obviously come in for, for Glass Onion is, as soon as you find out that, you know, Janelle Monet's sister, identical sister, is dead, mm-hmm. it then becomes who killed her. And, like, very obviously, it's Ed Norton. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Or, at the very least, someone doing Ed Norton's dirty work. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I was like, uh, okay, yeah, these people are all pieces of shit. It's either someone doing Ed Norton's dirty work for him, or it was Ed Norton directly. Like, there yeah, was no the doubt. Who, who did it? I know, but that's what I'm saying. But it's not, like, a great mystery in the sense of like I need to understand their motives whatever all the motives were like laid bare it was just like who pulled the trigger was I thought less compelling than like like Knives Out was like a a, a spider web of like connections and stuff that were all there this was like mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the shitty guy killed the girl <laughs> was it more complicated did he have help nope turned out it was just him okay I mean, I, I think that was part of what Glass Onion was supposed to be, was putting a lot of these things backwards. I sure. feel like I, I want to watch it again. I feel like there's layers to it that I probably missed. And I bet one of them is, is like reversing the flow of the mystery and him, him delivering the reveal at the start. I don't know. I, um, I, I, I guess I, I was just delighted by it, but in a way that I wasn't the other one. If you guys are both 100%. You think the other one was better? I'm happy to rank it below. I, I will definitely. I mean, I think it, it definitely deserves to be ranked close. To knives out like i don't mm-hmm. think one was like vastly superior or vastly inferior to the other but like i would i, I, said, I, w- I would say a little lower i thought knives out if, if you want to say it weirdly was smarter and glass onion was more clever and and glass onion was playing it a little cutesy about doing a, a murder mystery you know there was a, a secret twin there was a millionaire on an island where everyone's stuck there was the lights going out and someone dies like mm-hmm. and that's the point like part of that's it the was, point is that there's a lot of those stereotypes but he also twists it up yeah but also doesn't like that's that's what he doesn't twist it up but that was enough to get benoit blank twisted up hmm. and that's his whole like monologue at the end You're like this was so stupid and that's why I couldn't figure it out. Even, even, even the lights falling was... off was my idea. No, no, it's so stupid it's smart. No. no. It's just dumb. That's great. I would, uh... I'm, not, I'm not going to say I, I didn't like it because there were parts of that of Glass Onion where I was just giggling with, uh-huh. with, with pleasure. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I just... There was something about watching really rich celebrity... Asshole. Archetypes, yeah. Archetypes on a billionaire's island that just—I loved it. I hated all of it. <laughs> wasn't as good as the dysfunctional family in the foggy, you know, manor northeast. Say so. Manor. I liked that island better than I liked the manor. I was—I was more grabbed by the oh. characters there than I was by the by the family. I was like—I thought the family was a little tedious. Uh, Dave Bautista was also great. He's I mean, great. he was. <laughs> 
and he he said he had a really good time doing it too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. It so if you happy. like, I think I think on the list, Knives Out is <laughs> is too highly ranked for for where it should be. But that's know. okay because be. then like, look, it's in, we can put I, I Glass Onion put below it and both be happy. Sure, we could go Glass Onion below. But I'm saying I don't think it's like Knives Out deserves to be lower than say you know Ex Machina, Arrival, Office Space. Like, there, it's a very good movie. I mean, it's under like Princess Mononoke and Annihilation, and it's over the Office Crow. <laughs> no, yeah, it is over the Crow. I don't think it's <laughs> below the Crow. I don't. I don't think. Kind of I don't think Glass Onion is going below the Crow either. I don't think that's right. No, even even that's Office right. Space, I think you could probably argue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I was like, underneath Knives Out, I think is fair. Is it above Ex Machina or below? I don't have below. a problem with pinning them together. But I think it could also be below X Machina. There's the other thing too, right? Is like how much like we you always have like sequelitis too. Like how much does Glass Onion like benefit from the template already being founded, right? Like it's he's I don't know. You it could equally like lose out. We might have been more delighted with the cleverness of it if we hadn't seen Knives Out. Sure, first, right. So go well, either I way. Thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed Benoit Blanc spending all his time. In the bathtub, playing Among Us <laughs> against Angela Lansbury, <laughs> like and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, that that amused me to no end. That scene. I also the one the I think another was like laugh out loud funny was when they're having like the little like tête-à-tête in the gym, and then like what if one of the Williams sisters is like, "Are you guys gonna do this training or what? Because I get paid for the hour." And they're like, "What? Like it's not a <laughs> video. Just it's sitting just there. her yeah. sitting there reading a book. <laughs> like that. That's the that's the fuck you money of the Ed Norton character. There were so yeah. many good fuck you mo- money moments. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, all right, all right. So look. Also, 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 I will say, I know he's dumb, but. The fax machine stuff was, I was like, no, that's stupid. That's stupid and it's dumb. That you fax anything and it goes to every one of his fax machines. And I know they're like, haha, quirky billionaire or whatever. But I was like, the fact that that was like, became like a crucial piece of evidence. And I was like, I feel that nobody is so dumb to know that about yourself, that every fax comes in and goes to every fax machine. And to know that there's, you know, like ties to you and a murder that came through the fax machine. And it's just I, I felt in the, the waste exact paper. same way about the vomit being a focal element of the mystery in the first one. I thought it was like gross and weird and didn't totally make sense. And it was mm-hmm. like, come on, there's a way around this. Yeah. Take medicine, it, whatever. It was like I said, I know he's dumb, but that's like... I get it, I get it. But in both cases, it's a little... Keith, yeah. let, me, let me offer a counter-argument to that. How many people in the last 10 years that had access to the nuclear football could you see doing that thing with the fax machine? Because I can think of one. Fair enough. I also just like, to, just to set so on. So Glass Onion above or below X Machina before we finish this. So my vote is to, is to pin it right underneath. All right, all right. We could do that. Them together. I think it's a bit of a cop-out. But yeah, it totally. Right. But it so what, right. We haven't put anything on the list in a while. Yeah. We're rusty at this. Uh, we watched the documentary, the little series. It wasn't great, but you're, you're the, 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 like how stupid were people? Uh, do you remember the bling ring? Mm-mm. Okay, so there was a film about, with Emma Watson called The Bling Ring, and it's based on a real thing. This is our just close on this, uh, and it it is why people are that stupid. And it was a bunch of kids in LA who just started robbing celebrities. 
Oh, I did hear about that. No, they, like they, they made a movie they, about that. Yeah, exactly. They made the movie with Emma Watson. Still but it's like, but they robbed like Lindsay Lohan, Orlando Bloom, uh, Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton again and again and again. Uh, there's a little a Netflix documentary series about it. It's not great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like they only get like two out of the couple people. A bunch of people are still avoiding it. But one of the things that keeps coming up again and again and again is how often, and by how often I mean every single time, like a door was just open while these people were out of town. <laughs> in these were like, we tried the back door. And the, yeah, there was no, there were no break-ins. They never broke in ever. Amazing. It was, they were like, and they had all, everybody was on social media and stuff. So you're like, you knew, you know, Paris was in overseas. So they were like, there's, we know there's no one home. Like, and, and like, obviously they also double check, like in case someone was staying in the house, there was no lights on. They're like, go up. Paris Hilton, they just tried the front door and it was open. <laughs> she had a safe in her bedroom and it was open. <laughs> Like, oh my god that's just hilarious stupidity and do they not have they cameras get... and shit like if you're a multi-millionaire yeah but they're like blurry cameras camera. and like once they started getting on camera it was kind of how they ended up getting like tied to it but when they they hired someone to steal Paris's jewels is kind of when the LAPD got like alerted to it mm. but like the so their main thing for Hilton was they were just going in she usually had, like, hundreds if not thousands of dollars of, like, just bills crumpled up in her purses. And they were like, this is just change. We would just, like, take that, take a bag, take whatever, and then just kind of leave. And she just never, ever, ever called the LAPD because that was, like, she, like, lost some pocket change and, you know, you know like, lost, a, like, a bag or whatever. Messed she could have done up. that drunk. Yep. Like, she, you know, like, they were, like, they were stealing, like, a couple thousand dollars of stuff ago, but it was, like, they were showing the insides of her wardrobe, like, the real footage of it. You're like, how would you know if anything was missing from here? Incredible. Like, <clears throat> so yeah, it was like literally. Okay, so was you're just, saying this is worth watching or not worth? Not really worth watching. Uh, worth kind of like reading about, but just but the how 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 would people be that dumb? It did make me think of the fact that like Orlando Bloom left his back door unlocked. Like Paris Hilton left her left her front door unlocked while she like is out of the country. Her front door is just unlocked. Mm-hmm. Like wild insane complete insanity uh so in that sense yes perhaps stupid billionaire at norton is uh maybe he does forget about the fact that there's effects hi thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show that means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 905.cc. <laughs> Podcast, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.